0: Good morning everybody It's the moment you've been waiting for I'm here with my little puppy boy We're ready to entertain you Are you ready? Let's go It's Joe Batanz here with you with another edition of The Rumor Mill. We are doing our little show here live. Oh, I don't want to say where it is because then people who are on Patreon will know where to come in. We don't want that, right? We don't want those dirty non Patreon people who aren't paying their one, two, five, ten dollars to come in here to our little clubhouse. But you know who is here in our little clubhouse? Our very good friend. My co-host, my my partner, my puppy. Give it up, everybody, for Evan Ayers. Hello. Hello. How are you, Evan
1: Ayers? I am fabulous. How are you? Are you ready to talk about some rumors? I have. I am so ready. The rumor mill is grinding.
0: The rumor mill... Is great. You know what's so funny is last week we had not as much stuff to talk about, even though it was a very controversial episode. We didn't have nearly as much to talk about. And now... It feels like there's an embarrassment of riches to talk about. We have so much to dissect. You know, we have like
1: overnight.
0: We can we can talk. I, I haven't heard your thoughts on the episode. Not true. You told me immediately your thoughts, but the audience hasn't heard your thoughts. We haven't we haven't talked about. A fan wrote in with a theory that I had first dismissed, but now I was like, huh. And I have my own theory about the way things are working. We're also going to talk about, um, you know, at the viewing party for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Aja went on a little rant, and we're gonna dissect that. And we, you know, also this today, uh, the first six minutes of the episode that's coming out on Thursday was released, and there is a lot to unpack there. Would you not agree, friend of the Joe Evanairs?
1: So much to unpack. It is overflowing with excited. Also, um, you, you sound we need to pick up the energy girl. Girl, this is a show. Can you hear me? I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. You. Can't, it's been cutting out for a second. I'm here. I'm energized. I'm ready to go. I have my go go juice. Let's do it. I'm pumped to talk about this. This Is actually like you said. It's been. Um. It was like particularly dry last week. It was almost kind of like your vagina. Like, oh, and you, then you need to dance to this.
0: Hate me, hate
1: me, hate me, hate me. Oh, I've been dancing. It okay, my world. <laughs> um. All
0: right. So. Uh, we we also have the Tantric Hall went on a 16-minute rant. Uh, I sent that to you. Yeah, did yeah, it, you sent that, that, that to Evan Ayer sends a lot of stuff to me. He sent me the first six minutes today. He sent me the Tantric rant. A lot of the sources here are Evan, so everyone thank Evan. But it's so long and there's so much to unpack, E-Dog, that I broke it up into three segments that we will dissect over the next uh, few weeks.
1: Does that make sense? Oh, I, oh, we're gonna like we're gonna compartmentalize. I like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This oh. rant, I did. I made a mistake on the third one, but it's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. And then, um, yeah. So we have a lot to get through, guys, today. A lot. We still have to do our Broadway show tune. Name that tune. Is your boyfriend in the chat room today, Evan?
1: N- no, he's not able to make it today. So you're off the hook. Oh, you know what? I don't uh, see.
0: Really- I don't see. Um. Alex Lefebvre here either so uh do me yeah, a favor think- <laughs> Evan why don't you say hi to everyone in the chat room why don't you go down who's in the chat room right now
1: awesome all right so tonight we are joined by hello Aiden Deem, Bebe is here uh Corey Elizabeth and hello again Luke S or Luke's are there several of you or is it Luke S I don't know um Mikey's here, Tommy Kiwi, mm-hmm. Rainbow Baby, Sarah Ton in 96, and Satire 69. It's not Satire 3. It's Satire 69. What's that? It's Satire 69.
0: Satire 69 is a well known Pride 48 podcaster, Scott the Seder. And here's what's funny, Scott, is you're here and enjoy the show, and it's great that you're here, and I'm glad you're here. But the two people, so, so Evan, you should know this. Scott is like the world's biggest Broadway expert. And I had him come in the show in the the chat room and everything today so that he could feed me the Broadway show tunes to to quiz Alex and your boyfriend and now neither Should. one of them is here. But if anybody else wants to play, we'll play a little bit of a round. If you consider yourself a Broadway expert, please uh, let it be known in the chat room, and we can uh, we can we can uh, make it known. Um, okay, some you know. Uh, so let's let's go on here. Let's let's move on. Let's actually let's actually start talking about things. Evan, why don't you share with us what were your thoughts about All Stars season three, episode three, The Bitchler? Give us your hot take.
1: Oh, my hot take. So or, or I haven't I haven't already mentioned this. I watch Drag Race every um every Thursday with my friends at a bar. So it's like this, it's like a big, you know, gay outing of the week. And this was the most fun I've ever had watching a drag race episode. More fun than watching the finale of season nine. I thought it was such a strong episode. It was and it was the best challenge for the the best kind of queens like even though and you mentioned this on the main show like, even the people who didn't really do well like they still kind of did well but what landed landed so brilliantly I think Jeffrey Boyer Chapman was that role like he reacted so well to these queens um, I mean like I've people were truly just like laughing their asses off and I just love watching people like have fun and gag over the show as much as I enjoy it Um, And so that's always like really kind of nerdy and special to me. And this runway look was so goddamn good. It was so good. And even the ones that were like kind of boring were still good looks. Um, I was so impressed with Aja's runway. I I cannot tell you how obsessed I am with Aja. As if I wasn't already, but that just solidified it for me. And Kenny Davenport as she can be at times some people might think sleeping on her thinking that she's not funny she has consistently been hilarious I just rewatched her snatch game and her um her John Waters challenge from season 7 like I, no wonder they like probably didn't send her home so soon like the producers because they knew she would turn this the fuck out she was so good Is. You know consistent it's almost i mean it's not boring that she's so good but it's it's expected and then trixie i mean it was just it was so so good i i've watched it at least five times since last week and i've enjoyed it every single time so
0: that's all my right. thoughts on it those are your thoughts all right all right very good i'm, I'm cool with that so let's T-H-A-T-S. actually let's actually get to uh the big bulk Of what we were talking about. Let's talk about some theories that people have provided me that I have. A a user named Brick wrote into the show and he had this... Now, his theory was... You know, I'm actually going to read it. Let me pull it up. But he had this crazy-ass theory about the show um, that at first I dismissed. And I actually wrote him in a whole email about how he was wrong. And then when I started writing the email, I realized... There's a, there's a kernel of something here, though. I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to read it to you. I want you to hear what he said, and then we'll go from there. And then what I think is the kernel that is accurate here as my computer opens everything. Oh, please. Okay. brick brick, Okay, here we go. So he wrote to me, and he said, Just a thought about this All-Star season's twist for the Queen's getting eliminated. Last time they brought them all back to compete for a single spot to return to. Having a season where they're not just kicking off the bottom queens, but removing the biggest threats. half It's hard to kind of get. That's why I think I misunderstood. Halfway through, we'd be left with the less talented queens to carry the rest of the show. Plus, Rue's not going to bring back a former winner without a safety net to protect her legacy. So, I think they'll continue to remove some heavy hitters until it's five there, five off. Then, when they come back to compete... It won't be for one spot, but to replace fully the other group. That's right. Either the whole original group stays or the entire kicked off group stays. Now, I'm not going to read the rest of the email, oh. but then he goes on to think. Now, this is where it gets cuckoo crazy. And that's why I was dismissing it at first. He was saying that, he'll, that his theory is that Rue would kick off the remaining batch of girls and bring back the... First, eliminated because they were the strongest ones, which means today okay. that he's saying that Morgan, Thorgy, and Milk are the strongest queens.
1: I don't know if I buy that. There is no way he is gonna, Rue is gonna kick off, place Trixie, Shangela, yeah, from the likes of, of Bebe? home to the likes of Mimi. I'm first, yeah, there's no way,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, I was saying. They would do that twist, maybe, but then you just know the other girls are gonna win.
1: I, so wait, so are you saying that they're gonna bring people back this episode? This is his theory no, 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 his theory would be the following episode.
0: No, it would be a okay. while because it'd be five on, five off. right now we have three gone,
1: correct? Yes, this will be the fourth one gone.
0: This week will be the fourth one gone, and then there's gonna be another week. But they always, it, well, not always. When they did it with Alyssa, they brought her back immediately. So it was like she never missed an Alyssa never missed an episode until she was gone.
1: So, in theory, oh, that's true. So th- you think they're gonna they'll wait till like they'll eliminate like a gag worthy or like someone who's like a big player and then do the saying someone big that's going to be worth bringing back well, okay. It's going to go home so before they do the twist.
0: Okay, that's that's going to my theory. Let's go let, so let, let's let us go with he's saying. He's saying when they bring this first half in, okay, that they would re- completely replace the other half if they won this challenge as a group. That the it, it's an interesting idea, but it just wouldn't happen cuz it assumes that's what you know what you would do that you know where you would do that twist. A winner season. Where? The one Brick's idea. If they did where an did all winner season, that would be a good twist for that.
1: Like, be, okay, I could see that. I could also see a situation where they did this twist where they would bring bring back half of the cast, have them compete in teams. They did this on Survivor once where like they one time they did it where they people that were eliminated, they brought back and became from a third tribe and then if that third tribe of losers want a challenge they got to vote someone back into the game
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, like, i could i could get into like five and five or whatever it is and then if the people do end up doing well they could maybe bring something back. i don't really know how that would work but i think that they would completely can't compare but one for one being worth replacing? What kind of? That's just like crazy rigory. Also, like, how long would that season be? I would. I can't imagine.
0: Wait, no, no, he's not validating. saying replacing one for one. That's not what he's saying. He is saying. Do you understand? Wait, hold on, Evan. Two things. I'm gonna finish what I'm saying right here, but then I think you, we're we're gonna need to reboot your router or something. What brick is supposed? What brick is purport, Wait, I can't. Say, what brick is theorizing here is that. Let's say I'm going to make up two people who are going to go. Let's say uh, Chi Chi and um, Kennedy. So what Brick is saying is on that episode, the mirror moment, you know, the, the mirror crack where they're behind the mirror. Let's say they just do that again. He's saying behind that mirror will be Morgan, Thorgy, Milk, Chi Chi, Kennedy. OK, then there's a challenge between that team and the remaining team, which would be Shangela, Trixie, BB, Ben, and who am I missing?
1: Uh, Kennedy.
0: No, Kennedy, I haven't. Anyway, that they would be performing a challenge against each other. And whichever team won that challenge, those five members get to come back and the other five members are eliminated. Okay. Which theorizes then that you would have. A challenge where Trixie, Shangela, oh, Aja, thank you, Sketchy, Sarah, Leslie, and Bebe. Oh, that's a funny joke, Bebe, whoever wrote that. Because they're making fun of Taylor. that like He says Bebe instead of BB. Okay. Funny. The, those five queens would then be gone. And then you're left with a season where the final five is Kennedy, Chi-Chi, um, Milk, Thorgy, and, and Morgan? No, they're never going to do that. They're never going to do that.
1: There's no way they're going to do that.
0: All right. Queen, restart your router. Reboot your router. I don't know. All right, here we go. So, okay, let's go into my theory. This is going to be a fucking nightmare to edit. Okay, so let's go into my theory. Okay, so here's my theory. My theory is that notice that every single episode that we've... Seen so far, a different person wins the lip sync. Yes, Ben is in the top two every week, but the first week Ben won, he sent home Mike uh, Morgan. The next week, Shangela won, she sent home Thorgy. And then last night, or last episode, Kennedy sent home Milk. So my theory, there are going to be two more winners, and they're going to be different. I feel Trixie's going to win one, and maybe Aja, maybe... Um, Somebody else, one of the strong ones And then what you're going to have Is you're going to have the when, the when the face crack Mirror moment happens Whatever it is, however they bring back the girls There is A one to one ratio Of eliminated queen And the queen that eliminated her
1: And they're going to have to work together
0: <laughs> Either they're going to have to work together That would be great
1: that would, be, that would be that would be something fierce. I would imagine love like that.
0: Kennedy having to work with Milk.
1: Oh, God! Or even like I mean, Shangela
0: I and Thorgy having to work Sh- together.
1: After after Shangela just saw that letter from oh, too? Oh, wait
0: a minute! That goes with the rumor. Oh, remember the rumor is that Ben eliminates herself and brings back Morgan. Oh fuck. So if it's one of these things where they Morgan because Morgan and Ben would do really well together, so then Ben is in the top. Uh, thing they do with the lip for your legacy, then they just one of them home, and then instead of showing Morgan, she shows Ben and eliminates herself.
1: That would be fierce. I mean, yeah, that definitely I. I Everything I've heard—that's the one thing that I've consistently heard to still be true. So that would definitely line up the best with that narrative.
0: Yeah. So I think I don't know. So my theory is that they're going to do a one-to-one. There's going to be a different winner every week, and then they're going to be paired with the queen that eliminated her. And then they, you're right, but you know, I, I guess never that would also
1: just have to go. I, along with, go ahead. Does that mean they're telling people they're telling them who to who to pick on their lipsticks then? Like how would they control? And like, what if there's a situation where? Because each time they've picked different people. Like, no, actually, no. Who said? Benjola uh, picked Thorgy to go home as well, right? I'm trying to think if there would be a situation where someone did twice. Like, but well, I don't know. Okay, well,
0: we'll get to this when we watch the act one. But c- do me a favor, Evan. Could you? And I'll and I'll yammer on here. Could you read that theory that Serotonin ninety six posted in the chat room? Uh, the Entertainment Weekly uh, art- article. About, oh, I'm, cl- I'm cl- clicking there. on it now.
1: Okay. All right. Re- okay, do you want, I'm just going to read it real quick. Yeah, just read it. While we, I'll, I'll talk.
0: All right, guys. So one of the things that I want to talk about was, so, you know, every week when they do this show, they have a viewing party. Not every – not people – different queens will get hired to, to host viewing <laughs> parties. and A lot of times, often the queens are on the show. That's how they make their money as they go around. Uh, hosting viewing parties at different clubs around the country. Sometimes it's their own home club. Like, I think Thorgy hosted in, in her first run in season eight, she hosted the viewing party at her home club every week. And they give behind-the-scenes tea. Well, last week, Anja was at a viewing party. I don't know if it was her own. I don't know where this viewing party was. Uh Wait. <laughs> I don't know where this viewing party was. But... Aja was a little tipsy, as you'll hear, and went off on milk and went off on behind-the-scenes tea. So we are going to play that rant right now. But before we do, Evan, do we have any um, tea on that article that Serotonin96 posted?
1: I am shook. So it's the article that just sent was from Entertainment Weekly, and it's talking about the connection between drag lace and burlesque, and that apparently there's several references that Rue is given and these last little clips, like when the queen's been eliminated, but they're being alluded to being able to come back. Like last week, she said wagon wheel Watusi. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Cher says that. Says you haven't seen the last of me? um, Who is, which is you haven't seen the last of me is of course the title of Diane Warren's pen solo number that shares character Tesk in the owner of the burlesque establishment. What's the third, what is, um, I got your back is what she says authority right mm-hmm. so I have we have to see if she's gonna if there's like a reference there, but it's essentially tying um burlesque into plot for the revenge I'm not'm I'm, I'm still kind of like browsing through it my first thought is that Bendelacrème does a burlesque number the first challenge if that's the theme that's very interesting.
0: Yeah, but, you know, Roxy did a burlesque challenge. It That's could true. be, though, that there is a burlesque challenge to sort of, like, come back. Because there's no... In the movie Burlesque, which, by the way, is an amazingly bad movie that is so mm-hmm. gay and everything like that. But th- there, there's nothing about someone coming back. That maybe it's somehow the theme is burlesque? So...
1: Yeah. This is very interesting. It says, in, in an interview that Thorgy gave there have already been clues and there will be more clues after her elimination. I love or hate it, but it's very dramatic. And there's a line. What are you excited for? She's your replacement. Yeah. This sounds like they're wondering what her deal with, with the the share reference last week was, but this is making compelling sense. And the fact that it was posted on entertainment weekly, Mm -hmm. that's interesting to me.
0: Okay, so Aja was at a club as someone, let me see who says, um, Barry B13 said in the chat room was in the East Village. Let's listen to this rant. Uh, I might stop at places in it, but uh, if I do I'll I'll explain, but here we go. Uh, I might have to play it twice because it's been doing that weird fading thing, but bear with me.
2: It's real ironic when you walk into All Stars in ninth place, sharing the place as the lowest placing queen on the season with me. And then you walk in and all your achievements are out of drag. And then you sit there and say, you're not on the same level. Well, you know what, baby? I agree with you. You're not on the same level. And you spoke a very true statement. And I'm happy that out of all the lies you told this season, you said something real. So with that, I applaud you, Milk. I deeply applaud you. Do, you. do you think she's skim, almond, soy? I don't give a fuck. Expired. I'm skinnier and thinner and more beautiful. And I will always have more estrogen running in my blood because I was born with two ex-
0: i you know, I'm stopping there for a second. I want you guys to listen to something. I want you guys to listen about his voice. And what Aja does with his voice here. We're going to hear why in a second. In fact, I'm going to move it back just a tiny bit here. Listen to how he... I wonder if you're thinking what I'm thinking. uh, Listen to his voice.
2: I will always have more estrogen running in my blood because I was born with two X chromosomes. (laughs) I don't have an Adam's (laughs) apple. You could never clock me, darling.
0: Right here. Okay, right here. Listen to that. Listen Listen to what just happened there. Listen to the voice.
2: So take your ponytail and wind it back up into that little black box and use that tough wig to cover your face. Because your mother on this evening, you look like Aquaria on testosterone. Daughter. So walk back off the runway and walk back into the workroom and
0: sign that mirror. Okay, so I'm gonna stop with that right there for a second. Someone said pepper libasia. I actually think it's
1: well what did you think, Evan? I thought it sounds like she's doing Pepper LaBeja, and that's because there's rumors that she does her first Snatch game. Well, I thought the rumors that um, she was But it's not, I mean, she's always Crystal talking about that being like a huge influence See, for her Evan drag, but it, it totally sounds like Evan, she's not just me. taking a clip from Paris is Burning and um, superimposing her drag race experience to it.
0: <laughs> I think she's doing Crystal LaBeja. She kind of looks like Crystal La and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, I even pulled Crystal. Now, for those of you who don't know, Crystal LaBeja is way old school and there was a documentary like in 1970 or the very late 60s called Queen. It's so the whole thing's available on YouTube and there's this epic rant at the end of Queen when Crystal LeBeija win, let me sorry, loses a pageant against um uh, another queen. She'll say her name and then you'll hear it. And it wasn't pretty on tonight, but I'm going to play we're going to play that rant cuz pretty you you need to know it for your drag history. It's only three and a half minutes long. And um, it's there. I'll stop it at certain places because there's certain points that you if you know, drag speak and no drag talk. And you know a lot of things come from this rant. It's, it's a very influential rant. Here we go. She is not
3: beautiful, has no qualifications. Do you think she, she deserves it? you think she Darling, it? she didn't deserve it. Answer nothing. me. You're not speaking from the damn camera. You have a mind. Do you think she deserved it? All of them, the judges knew it too, but she was terrible she she and her deserved. explanation for why she wanted the money, to put it in the bank. <laughs> She's not getting any money <laughs> because <laughs> Sabrina is not going to pay They're good friends, it's only publicity and it's bad publicity for so Holland and all the rest because I'm declared not as one the of money. the uglier people of the world. And next time she should drop and the outfit off at the cleaners before York, she wears daughter. it on stage. She better get the hell back to Philadelphia because she's one of the worst. And where's Miss Sabrina? I'll sue the bitch. I No, I didn't sign release. And if she releases any bitch on me, I will sue the fool. She won't make money off of my name, John. She can make it off of Harlow and all the rest of the fools that will flock to her. But not Crystal, darling. Anybody but her.
0: Crystal is, I mean, Harlow is the one that won. Yeah.
3: Better not see him on the street because it's over. Um, Get a picture with me and Harlow and we'll see which is more yeah. beautiful, darling. The judges didn't have any taste. It was with you that the judges was with, darling. You were in it. It was all week, two weeks. Monique told me not to come. That's why Monique is not here and dressed, because she is one of a- them. Monique, darling, Monique was not here as a friend of yours. She's a friend of mine, Darling. Monique, could you tell her why you didn't come? Because she knew it's Victor Harlow. She said, Crystal, darling, don't go. That's right, that's because crazy. you're not going to get it. And that's why all the true beauties didn't come. It's in bad taste, and you're showing your colors and stuff. I am. I am doing it bad, but I got an, I have a She's right to show my collar, darling. I am beautiful, and I know I'm beautiful. I about showing no color. May I say this to you? Taking the wrong way. No, Shit. No, she no, looked no. bad. And no way of what you think is you can about here. it. Collo- look, look at Hollow. Outfit. Yeah. That yeah. is right yeah. Don't bother her. Don't bother her. her it's not Harlow's fault. 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 It's not her fault. I know it's not her fault. Harlow has that. She can't help it because you're beautiful and you're young. You deserve to have the best in life, but you didn't deserve. I Missy, mean, I don't say she's not beautiful, but she wasn't looking beautiful tonight. She doesn't equal me. Look at her makeup. It's terrible.
0: See, that's where that line comes from. That's where that line comes from.
1: Yep. Iconic. Yeah yeah that's definitely what she's got's what she's going for which yeah. I appreciate but it's
3: it's a little bit of a force I feel like Yeah. And and so, you, wait a minute did you complain to the judges? No, I didn't I I wasn't thinking really. Well we'll just
0: leave it there. So that's Crystal Lebesia and that's the rumor that's who Anja does for snatch game.
1: And I think she's talked in interviews post season nine that she, if she could redo it, or that she talked about like even during season nine wanting to do someone from Paris is burning, and I'm sure that would be who she would go for. I love that.
0: Um. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on the Aja rant? What she said? No. She here's a little bit of tea. She did say this uh, later. Oops. She did say this later at the thing. It has to do with what happened off screen they didn't show it on the show
2: something. I thought they were going to show it but Milk walked off and then it was a moment where we all looked at each other and all we heard was ah, a- ah, and I was like oh my god there's a dying pig backstage <laughs> no but it was just Milk crying and I turned to the side and then Chi Chi's crying and she's like yeah. <laughs> and then I'm so drunk and I'm like oh, oh why? Why? what and the Kennedy's crying. And then and then Trixie is uh plotting a way to start a fire in the backstage because she lost And the then challenge. Morgan comes back and starts
0: crying and then leaves the gun. <laughs> Morgan comes back and says sorry to Ben DeLacrev and then uh That joke then that joke is dumb and not worth mentioning.
1: Yes, I've been it's curious that they would it's curious they'd bring up um Morgan coming back to say sorry to Ben or vice versa. Like they're pretty much alluding to there being beef there. Um that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, so Aja previously, first of all, my first question is: Aja said she was drunk, and they, a lot of them have said they're like they get drunk at um, Untucked. They only get one cocktail. Maybe I'm an alcoholic, but yes, unless they're like not eating before they drink this, do they? They act like she was like wasted and blackout. Like I feel like she, you can't be that tanked off that little cocktail.
0: I don't know what to tell you.
1: I don't know me anyway. That's my first thought. Second thought is. I she has talked a lot about milk being a crybaby and when she was on that show that we mentioned hey queen that mm-hmm. that was the only thing that she said about milk but she was mostly very complimentary to her it was mm-hmm. and it was post you know filming mm-hmm. so I get the impression that she is like she was really really upset and probably didn't know how much of a bitch milk was in those confessionals um because it seems like a lot of animosity has built between their the press and like their you know the like the build up to the season and then since it's aired and people've actually kind of seen milks you know kind of uglier carton mm-hmm. um i feel like people have been a little little less kind to her but i don't know
0: all right let's move on to uh now the first 6 minutes of the latest episode that were released today but before we do that evan do you want to point out anything interesting that's been in the chat rooms while we've been talking
1: um, yeah so people were saying to, um, who's who's this here Mikey asked Aja said she was drunk question um, mark yeah maybe the pit crew is smuggling in drinks that should actually be a huge fan that would be very funny um, a lot of people are just acknowledging that Aja would do a great crystal but she looked terrible blah 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 um, yeah pretty much people are just kind of commenting on, on that and milk people were a huge fan of milk but not so much now I feel like that's Kind of been the the theme. I feel bad because everyone was so excited for her to come back. And this is kinda of one of those Fifi moments where it's I feel like it's probably worse for her drag career than it helps her going on this show.
0: Alright, so here's what we're gonna do now.
1: Okay. See the six minutes? We're
0: gonna play six minutes. We're gonna stop it at places and analyze things. Okay. Okay. Stop it at places and analyze things. Here we go. First six minutes of the episode that comes out on Thursday. Okay. <laughs>
2: love you girls but you all know this is bogus,
4: bogus. <laughs> the girls are getting mighty shady with the mirror this season aren't they first i got told to suck it now kennedy's getting told that her decision is bogus that was shady but all right <laughs> bitch please
0: For, for if you're confused if you're not watching or you haven't watched it milk wrote Something along the lines of the mirror, like that elimination was bogus, and they walked up to the mirror, seen the message, and Shangela and Kennedy are kind of pissed off about it.
2: How is it bogus if you are getting bad critiques? Let me go and say why I did what I did. Like the judges, I just wasn't enthused at all. On a personal note, I couldn't relate to Milk. And then for her to sit and say that she would have sent me home, that hurt my feelings. I totally understand where she's coming from. If someone tried to devalidate my drag, I would send them home too. Because if Milk was in the top, she could have sent home Kennedy. I just didn't feel nothing genuine from Milk.
0: Ben, who did you choose to go home? I want to stop right there before we hear who Ben chose to go home. Like, why is Milk not entitled to her opinion about... Like, everybody gets to write whatever they want on the Lipstick Mirror message. If she's salty, but, like, Kennedy's mad if Milk says, uh, I was going to eliminate you. Like, Milk... Kennedy's mad if Milk is upset about being eliminated. Like, and I know there's other things underlying this, but there seems to be... What I kind of feel here, and maybe this is, maybe I'm super sensitive, I don't know, Evan, you're white. I sort of feel that there's a very subtle, almost like unspoken whites versus blacks things that the show is trying to set up. I'm not saying it really exists, but it feels like the show is trying to set up the white queens versus the
1: black queens. I I wouldn't go that far. I would go as far as they're trying to set up the... The pageant or the this old aesthetic or this old school of drag versus like this newer attitude and as you're saying this I'm thinking about um, uh, la, 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 the beginning clip of Kennedy they show a clip of her in up to Untalked to the Final Four where she's yelling at Pearl saying the quote is it's a fucking opinion you either take it or you don't um, which is interesting because now all of a sudden when people have opinions Kennedy doesn't like it but they're, they're definitely setting Kennedy up to kind of look like a hypocrite in some way. But I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a, a race thing. I think it's more of a, you know, it's this school versus this school and or people. It's the, I think the fact that Milk literally said, I'm not impressed with what Kennedy's doing. I think she's probably very bitter. So I don't know if it, it might seem that way, but I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. All right, here we go. I chose Chi-Chi. One of the things that Chi-Chi and I hated talked about was... That fire. It felt like a damn. I'm not mad at, you know, Ben
4: for picking me. Obviously, somebody up there is keeping me here for a reason.
0: Chi-Chi can give way more than she's giving. Because guess what now? All eyes are on Chi-Chi. Sorry. I'm going to stop right there. There's a very interesting conversation going on in the chat room. Rainbow Baby says... I think they want to show a new Relaska talk with Shangela, Chi-Chi, and Kennedy. And people seem to be agreeing. Mikey says Queens from the South Alliance. And Ooh. Sketchy Sarah says she doesn't think the All-Stars 3 winner will be white.
1: Hmm, interesting. I think interesting.
5: Let's move on. Time to change. Woo! I was a little gagged, but... um.
2: i
1: was totally gagged gagged. it's subjective at some point it comes down to like what does one person think about a performance
5: or even a person that monologue was about what she thought of milk as a person this elimination milk makes a really good
0: point here
1: milk or, or trixie
5: trixie
0: makes a good point kennedy attacked milk as a person
1: and she agreed with, and she literally said I eliminated her because of the way I felt about her She, her, her feelings were hurt
0: yeah yeah
1: here we go but
0: and I don't know if it's right here Trixie makes the point oh now we have to make that's now being judged to for our elimination is like how nice we are to people or how we have to talk to people and stuff
5: so jarring and it's kind of coming down to personal relationships but can we get eliminated because we don't talk to someone is that the reality here <laughs> like That's a good point.
1: Isn't it also funny that right after they essentially get rid of Miss Congeniality, which is about being nice to the other queens, people start to care about that? Here we go. It's scary because there's no comfort level. Everybody could go
5: home at any time for whatever reason. Well, I don't know what's going to happen next week, but it's going to be a great Christmas. The winner of RuPaul's
2: Drag Race All-Stars receives a one-year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills <gasps> Cosmetics, oh a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, what? and a cash prize of $100,000. Ah! With extra special guest judges, uh. Nicole Byer Who? and Kristen Chenoweth. Oh. Money like wow, about in
0: Really pushing this call me mother. Sis,
2: we up in this room. I ain't got no time to be in the bottom. Bitch, it's time to work.
5: Right, hello, hello, hello. Hey! Gingham hey. Fantasy. Hi, Rue. Ladies. This week's
2: Maxi Challenge is an All Stars edition of Snatch Game.
1: Hey. Wasting no time.
3: Hashtag
1: All Stars 3.
4: Woo! Every season, snatch game separates the cans from the can knots, and this time it's even going to be harder because this is All Stars.
5: Gentlemen, start your engines, and may the best All Star win. Let me guess. I'm going to be doing Patricia Arquette in the television show Medium. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm doing Drew Paul, Mother Ru.
0: Okay, let's stop there because you know one of the rumors. Was that Trixie does RuPaul and she bombs?
1: I've heard that has been the rumor for the longest time, and I've just recently been hearing that it's that rumor is not true. She, I mean, she's not safe this week. Essentially, she's either in the absolute bottom and she bombs, or she absolutely kills it. And I can't, I haven't been able to figure out which one's more likely to happen. See, here's
0: the problem. I know Trixie's RuPaul impression, right? It's always the same thing. It's like Evan airs. This week, your Wi-Fi
1: was pretty- a little too unplugged. No, whatever. You're disconnected. I'm sorry, my dear, but you're up for disconnection. <laughs> what? Um,
0: nothing. I'm just um, Yeah. So, tre- so it's like she's gonna have to do like that whole. She does, like, an exaggerated version, but, like, how that's one joke, and it's funny. But then, it's like, you know, like, Trixie Mattel, uh, you know, um, what's the name of her? Why can't I remember her friend's name? What's the name of the friend that she has that, the, that Alaska played on her first? Lady Bunny. Yeah. Lady Bunny is so sick that when she goes to the doctor, he inspects her RuPaul. On this week's episode, you were a little, and you're like, "Oh God, she's doing this." That doesn't answer the question. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Yeah, I, and I think that kind of goes along with Trixie's like conversations up to this point about how, within the confines of like the walls of Drag Race, she she sucks, and like she does rue very well, and it's very funny when she's comfortable and when she's like, you know, it's in her own setting. But I I could see her choking like very hard with this, and to quote Kennedy. It could be cute for your little TV show, but you know it's not gonna. It may not translate well at all.
0: Well, this actually kind of goes with my theory. You know, th- I'm gonna go in depth about this on Rulaska Thoughts this week for all those of you at the two dollar level on Patreon. I'm gonna go into depth on this on pa- on Rulaska Thoughts. But about how Trixie did well on The Bitchler, but not as well you th- as you think, uh, has to do with the way I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil it. But I have a whole theory about Trixie's performance on The Bitchler, and uh, why it was funny, but not necessarily a winning performance. And I think that same flaw will happen here as well. Let's continue Interesting. on. Interesting. Yeah.
5: Here we go. In my season, I was so sad because I didn't get to do Snatch Game, and I wanted to do RuPaul in front of RuPaul so bad. Oh, that does not bode well. And every time I do RuPaul in front of people, they think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. She likes dad jokes, like I do. She likes puns, bad jokes. great. I'm winning the challenge. Also, RuPaul
0: does not have a good sense of humor about herself. She does not think she's super. Like, I I think to a certain extent she does, but like when you actually listen to the to the podcast or people who talk about her, like when the queens talk about her behind the scenes, they're not saying the nicest things. You know? Uh,
1: Oh yeah, yeah. People also just don't like. Yeah, people don't particularly. Seem like there people are usually afraid of her to begin with, but yeah, I she doesn't seem awful. to take. I, I think that too she's well. difficult.
0: I think RuPaul's difficult. Here we go. Let's, Let's carry on.
2: That's how real confidence, it is. is. I
0: am. You do not play with that. Nobody. Like, remember? I'm sorry, Dana. Remember when Ginger on the one of the comedy channels made fun of of drag
1: of dragger? Yep, yep. I've that dragged, really was. Yeah. W- yeah. He has been successful doing
4: Rupaul. I mean, just because you do her on your little show, playing around, it's
5: harder doing it for the competition.
2: (laughs) Who are you going to do?
3: Miss Maya Angelou.
0: (laughs) What you doing? Maya Angelou, unless you're Jordan Peele, how are you going to do? You have to be like, I mean, you can do the voice of Maya Angelou, but then you have to have shit to say.
1: Yeah, and also that's the exact same voice that she did for Eartha Kitt when she did when oh, she did her for. Yeah. It's the exact same voice.
0: Yeah, here we go. Doing Paul Lind. That
1: that's going to be terrifying. That is a brilliant brilliant choice. So you know who Paul Lind is, Evan? Yes, he was on um, that game show in the 70s. He's like a, he's a comedian. He's all these funny zingers.
0: Yeah, and that the the, the the very nature of SNATCH game and those 70s game shows sets you up like, you can just basically do the Paul Lin voice and, yeah. just, and just come in with your zingers. It's super easy. And he would always have, like, really short. So you don't... Do, oh, dude, that is... I don't know. Ben's a tough one to beat. I know. Playing to win. Okay.
2: Do
1: you know him? No. Paul Lind was this comedian in the 70s. He was the center square on Hollywood Squares okay. for a full decade.
5: At this point, Ben has won so many challenges. So now it's like, I'm this horse, but then I see this other horse, like, now miles ahead of the rest of us, and it's like, I'm never going to catch up. So it's just like, I have to get a win. I have to get a win so bad. It's my first Snatch game. I have nothing to live up to, so I feel like I'm... What's
2: this? The thing of, like, living up to prior I'm Thorgy. Oh, Thorgy.
0: Wait, guys, that's... Okay, so if you're not watching this, so th- uh, Trixie and... and, and um, the girls are talking and shangela walks by they're right by trixie station okay which i think a producer told like why would you be walking over there into trixie station and look at what's on her wall so she was somehow coached to go there i goes, yeah. you know we talk about how bb's a mole you know i think shangela i think the producer is telling shangela everything to fucking do i think she's a goddamn mole in real life cuz it's like Shan conveniently knows, knows things. I don't know if you're listening to our, I don't know if you listen to the main show, Evan. I do. But, but there's that's a really good point that Taylor brought up last episode where she said, "Well, what if it's the bottom 3?" How would she know to say that?
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, how would she know to say that? I mean, maybe she is just like really smart and, you know, has been in the, you know, the Wow game for so long that she just knows to expect these things, but she definitely is like Kind of fed these things. They give her more confessionals than anything. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. What would that be the gag? If Shangela is actually the mall
0: they would never admit. I think. I think she's just a legit a mall and the producers like are t- totally having the bag for Shangela. Because why would she know to go to Thor to Trixie's wall? Say what's this? Everyone has shit taped on their wall. Why would she know to do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't think the room's not that big, but. Yeah, I mean, that's not uncommon for them to, like, kind of egg them on to do those things. I would, I mean, if you're looking for good television, that was genuine drama that comes from this, so, I mean, good on them, but...
4: Yeah, here we go. But this? Yeah. It says, this shady bitch, Shangela. And it has my name crossed out.
5: I didn't show it to you because I thought it was not helpful or appropriate. But you decided to hang it on the wall? Oh, okay, here we go. My note from Dorothy. I put it by my milk note.
4: Yeah, Yeah, but this one specifically talks about me and then says, the shady bitch and then points at my name and then you hung it on the wall. Oh, face crack. I know
5: Trixie's stomach has fallen out of her ass. Well, I don't care what you think. She gave it to me because she was sad and I'm honoring her. I like those people. What's tricky there
0: is Shangela... I mean, that's a bold thing for Shangela to do. Like, it's, this is where you get into weird shit with RuPaul's Drag Race. And here's, hear me out here. Okay. You know how some, you know how basically there's this thing now where all the queens are really nice to each other because they are completely aware of their perception of, the, of, of themselves after the show is done. And so they want to control that as much as possible on social media.
1: Yeah, and why they, you know, why season nine was so much, you know, kindness and like soapboxes each episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, in a weird way, it's like a weird, it's a different kind of monster versus a different kind of monster. In that Shangela is not as popular as Trixie on social media. Because unfortunately, I I know there was a whole white black thing. This is a thing that's known in the drag queen community with Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race. All the white queens get all the work and make all the money, and it, with the exception of maybe Latrice, you know, and I, I, maybe uh-uh. maybe Bob, the other ones cannot get fucking work, right? And I would even say Latrice is in Latrice sort of is somewhere. I think Latrice doesn't work as much as like some of the white queens. It's harder to be a black drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. You know.
1: Or do you, or do you think it's just there were a lot of really big successful black queens from earlier seasons and recent seasons have just been more favorable because of the recent popularity?
0: No. I just think the white twinks who watch the show are just super racist. So anyway, yeah, that's,
1: that's like why Jay Darling, pheromone getting all these gigs. That's true.
0: Yeah. So um so there's already an inherent racism in the drag race fan community that they're aware of, RuPaul's Drag Race is aware of this. But they like the producers like Shangela. So yes, she may even win the crown, but will she win the contest or the show? And so we're just seeing this today, but can you imagine because the Trixie and Katya fans, man, they are the most brutal fucking fans. They are the out worst. There. Like we just do this little podcast and I know that firsthand. Okay? I mean, Luke's in the chat room. Remember when I said Luke... <laughs> Luke is in the chat Remember when I said that Trixie was funny for a drag queen and he burned what my joke. face off? So... Yeah. The-, the-, the Trixie and Katya fans are... they go- They are very protective. Very, very, very protective. Okay? So... Yes, she's going to get points with the producers and maybe a points on the contest on the show. But, bitch, man, when this – fuck I mean, it's already hit the so, – I mean, I don't know, Shangela. Maybe if you can handle it, like,
1: would she – Well, can't, yeah, I mean, uh, then that's shady of them to – producers, knowing that, are setting up – Uh, you know, they know what's going to happen to anyone that tries to cross tricks, see – like they're probably just loving this.
0: Oh God, I'm sure. I'm sure the N word is being thrown, has been hurled at Shangela right now. And, and I'm, by no. the way, further back, I'm not saying that Trixie condones this. This no. is just the way but the that, fans are.
1: It's good. That, it's yeah. good that you're saying that too, though, because of that whole moment right before Milk was when Milk was eliminated and how he was like throwing kindness at Kennedy. Because I'm sure the few Milk fans out there were probably Kennedy has like been probably the, one of the worst ones in terms of getting. Like horrific racial, like racial cyberbullying. You know?
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Sucks. So. Let's,
4: let's carry on here, Trixie. You can't tell me that you read Thorgy calling Shangela a bitch, and you just saw the goodness in the letter and wanted to put it up. Cut the. Sh- I would not do something... No, go, leave it now. I know you, you feel that... That's why you really feel about someone like me. I wouldn't put that up against someone because I would not want you to feel bad that. Like I never that. even
5: showed it to you because I didn't want to... You it on a- the wall, see? Oh my God, get out of my it station. it is what it
4: is. Ooh, the
5: drama
2: in the panache. Bitch, I've got a lot of incense around here. Clear the air.
0: <laughs> well.
1: I feel like get out of my station is going to be an annoying Reddit, like comment or thread already
0: yeah probably already is any thoughts on what we just listened to evan
1: um yeah so i i think i when i said this to you i said oh my god real genuine drama like i i do think actually that the producers probably touched angela to go look at that because you can see like trixie's face just immediately go like fuck you know when like when she starts confronting her i don't know who's more in the right but if anyone isn't the right in this situation, but I mean, it is stupid, but get over it. But I do fear, I do fear for, for Shangela. Someone in the chat room right now is just saying that, uh, and Katya fans are terrible, but Katya fans are much worse. I think in this situation, it's going to be, um, it's going to be rough for Shangela going forward.
0: No, but also, you know, uh, Luke says in the chat room, I've never seen any drag race fan use the N word. And if they did, they get dragged deservedly.
1: Um, I've I've seen a lot of people throw the N <laughs> word on Twitter at Kennedy it, at and Nina. Nina. I've seen it thrown at Tyra Sanchez all the time. Yeah, I beg to differ on that statement.
0: Yeah. All right. Here we're gonna play now. Let's. So, any other thoughts? what we just listen to?
1: Um, my, my only major thought is that the, uh, there's. I don't think i can't imagine trixie going home but i they're setting it up for one of them to really really get like for trixie either to do really well or really terribly and it's going to be a lot of uh tension based on who's in the top and if it's angel it'll be interesting to see if she decides to save trixie or not
0: okay uh once again now we're going to go into because i have it in three parts the little five minute chunks here and we only have 15 minutes left on the stream and then we're booted we can't even stay on if we wanted to so we're going to get into this Tadric Hall. He did a 15-minute Facebook Live video or something. We're only going to do it in five-minute chunks because there's so much to unpack. I don't even know we'll finish the five minutes in this 15 minutes. But I want to jump in. Usually I do better transitions, but we have so little time we got to
4: just jump in. So here we go. Okay. Hello, world. It's Tadric. I'm here. Just left the gym. So I'm documenting this because I don't come here very often. There's a lot of construction happening, so I hope that it's not crazy distracting. But...
0: Oh, by the way, he's responding to uh, social media hate he got after because this is, this is an. We're getting to this video late. Uh, this is a response to the hate he was getting
4: for G's elimination. So
0: we're going to go. This is an episode two reference here.
4: Yeah. I just wanted to address something really quickly. I um, have obviously been working on RuPaul's Drag Race, and um, it has been. Oh my god, this is so loud. I've been working on RuPaul's Drag Race, and um, this last week we did this big cool Divas number, and it was really, really, really super fun, and a lot of people um, really, really loved it. I got a lot of positive feedback from the episode, but um, unfortunately, Thorgy Thor was eliminated, and it's crazy because I was a huge fan of Thorgy. I judged her when I on my first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race ever, and she had a really dope uh, green Emerald City costume on that I really enjoyed and appreciated. Um, I loved Thorgy as an artist. I had so much fun working with her. But Thorgy played Stevie Nicks, and it was a character that a lot of people didn't um, feel had this crazy personality that lended itself to being funny or to doing a bunch of extra choreography.
0: Which, by the way, the producers assigned to Thorgy.
4: Yeah. (laughs) And um, I kind of somewhat agree, which is why in the episode I said to her... Listen, like, what do you, is there anything that you purpose, like, specifically want to do? She's not the only person I said that to. There are other people, like Milk, like um, Aja, like uh, like um, BB. I said the same thing to all of them, um, and it shows that. Uh, but, but, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything because
0: I think the show, the way it's edited, the way the judges are set up. It it's meant to fuck with Thorgy because I don't think Thorgy's performance was any he's like, Well, I said this to Milk, and I said I would say it's on par with Milk's.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. They they completely they needed Thorgy to go home third, and there was nothing or or second, and this was completely deliberately like done to do that.
4: Mm-hmm. So I don't agree with that. But I think Thorgy is a smart girl, and I think that she understood that it wouldn't be appropriate for her to be doing crazy choreography. Not only was it not appropriate for the character, but it wasn't appropriate for the song that she was doing. Whereas Bende LaCrim did a hip-hop number as Julie Andrews, and people are tweeting me like, well, why did Bende LaCrim, why did you give her hip-hop? Because the song was obviously hip-hop. Like, the song was... Uh, call me mother by RuPaul and the beat was, you know, hers was almost like a parody and, uh, Shangela's was a parody of, of, of what she kind of did, um, for the New Year's performance.
0: Yeah, but you're making the case that they wrote better material for Ben and for Shangela. That's the case you're making. Once again, he's making it seem like these girls Picked the song and wrote the song, and that, 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 that he's trying to almost like it's like thorgy's fault. But the producers wrote this,
1: they wrote it, they picked this, they picked the song for her, they picked, they chose to write it that certain way. And they, they could have made any of these songs like Upbeat or like a parody. Yeah, no, they completely this was all set up, but like, and you and, can and Ru- say, Oh, has, it calls for this or it called for this, but it was all the calls were all made by the producers, and like Ru-Pol they just had a bunch of hip hop
0: songs. Like these aren't the only they, they didn't play every song in the rupaul uh collection
1: yeah and, it, yeah, and they did they couldn't okay oh, they also they could have at least picked like all upbeat songs so, like they they gave her like this really really crummy rendition and it was yeah there's nothing they could have done
0: yeah of a shitty rupaul song all
1: right. you mean there's a shitty rupaul what, song what did she do Hello,
0: hello. Which 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 song did she do?
1: Uh, she did uh, "Born Naked." Oh, what a horrible song! It's actually a good RuPaul song with this the version of it. "Born
4: thing. Naked," yeah. no, a horrible fun. song. It's a horrible song. I just want to clear something up and be really crystal clear about something. I don't write the songs on Drag Race. I'm- no shit. Love to, and then I would. have... Can you imagine him writing these shit
0: songs? Wait, did he say he doesn't like them or doesn't write them? He didn't write them. Oh, okay. Who? Because now we're gonna go to the right, We're going into this is my love. We're going into the humble brag section. I've i analyzed this like the Torah. Yeah, I've already analyzed you this video multiple, this. multiple times. We're going into the humble brag section. Like I didn't write the songs. I would have loved to, but listen how rad I am and why I couldn't write the songs. Listen,
4: I have a lot more to say and a lot more um, involvement. But um, I was doing Kinky Boots and practicing for Chicago and things like this when I and on tour with my own show when they're filming it, and so I will fly home. Do the episode, fly back out to where my next show is in the middle of a crazy schedule. And so I take. He's so special. The tracks that are given to me, I choreograph them to the best of my ability to what I'm getting. So you have no ability because of a horrible choreography.
0: There's horrible choreography.
1: It's public choreography, and it, like, again, if you're so professional and so good at all these things, you you wouldn't make excuses when you show up to the job, the gig that you have. You show up and you do the right thing.
0: But he's also giving us a little peek. He's like, I'm super, super busy. I couldn't write the songs. But he was able to come up with choreography. No, he didn't. You can tell he
4: did not show up with choreography.
1: Yeah.
4: And Janet Jackson is obviously a dancer. She's known for being a dancer. Yeah you know uh, there are certain characters Patty LaBelle ha- is an over the top personality that would be running around the stage I think yes okay so far you're making the case how they fucked over Thorgy guy gave people choreography that was appropriate to the characters that they, they were and i think it's really easy for people to watch an episode and decide oh well this wasn't fair or this you know this wasn't wasn't right or yeah it's super easy when it wasn't fair and it wasn't
0: right. That's why it was so easy to
4: do it. Because
0: yeah. it was super obvious to everyone that it wasn't
4: fair and it wasn't right, asshole. I just want you guys to know, like, I am I do RuPaul's Drag Race, not because I'm getting rich off of the show, but because that's, like, my family. I love the show. It's my favorite show. I think what it has done for... Okay, okay. This this is actually...
1: and uh, uh, This gonna, is where he goes into this yeah, whole rant, rant about what the show back. does yeah, for yeah, yeah, gay listen people. To
4: listen to this. So look at
0: listen to this deflection. It's almost kind of brilliant. Like how does he go? I'm moving it back a little bit. Here we go. Because listen how he goes into it. Here we go. So so far it's like yeah yeah. I I do RuPaul's Drag Race not because I'm getting
4: rich off of the show, but with- Which,
0: does anyone think he's getting? Oh that Tondrick Hall, all that big RuPaul's Drag Race money. They sitting there on the judges panel. Meanwhile, yeah, there's big RuPaul. Michelle Visage is like the second person on that show, and she has to go. She can't stop working ever. She's like a fucking goddamn hamster because she's so. They, they pay her pennies. You know, they pay her with like Skittles. I don't know what they pay her with on that show. She has to, she's she's in Ireland right now hosting uh, Ireland's Got Talent. You think she's hosting Ireland's Got Talent because she just loves Irish talent so much? Is she really hosting that show? Yeah. She's in Ireland yeah. right now hosting Irish, Ireland's Got Talent.
1: That's tough. Not even Britain or not even the UK. <laughs>
0: yeah, Ireland. Ireland has <laughs> got talent. That second place winner with a they made soda bread. Here we go. Well, so anyway, listen to this. Listen, he pivots into this weird like, um, this weird. I can't remember what the fallacy is called, but it's like you can't attack them because they're they're holy like they're like good people here we go listen listen
4: that's like my family i love the show it's my favorite show i think what it has done for the gay community and for the gay culture and for pop culture just in general so we can't attack
0: them because they do great things for the gay community it doesn't make any sense.
4: The like fact that we as the LGBTQ community are finally getting the credit that we deserve for the yeah. amount of influence we have on pop culture. The, the way that we as a community, not myself, but have, uh, but the community has done hair and choreographed dances and made anything? costumes and, and and done makeup and redefined what it is in pop culture. Like, By the way, gays have always done that.
1: He also just said the community well not me, but the community, blah blah, but it's still about me. Shut up
0: dude. What does it do with anything what what it's about whether it was rigged against Thorgy. How does it do like yes, RuPaul's drag race has done amazing things for the gay
4: community? We only have a minute and a half left. we got to get through it. These fabulous, artistically gifted gay men, there would be no Kim Kardashian. There would be no Beyonce. You know, like, there would be no Madonna. There'd be none of these people that are, like, uh, mostly responsible for the, the looks and the hair and the designs and the costumes and choreography. Um it, I mean, it's just, it, I, I love everything about the show, and that's why. And what does that have to do with the show? We're, now we're back to the show. Anyway, but I was on American Idol. I have worked really, really hard to get to where I am. And I would never, ever, ever in my entire life, I know you guys, if you follow me, know this, but I would never intentionally sabotage someone or do something that would make, um, that could prevent somebody from reaching their goals because, A, I'm still a struggling.
0: Okay, bro, I want to come back to that bullshit. No, I haven't seen anyone seriously say that, um, <clears throat> that, uh, Todrick was sabotaging Thorgy. I think the argument is he didn't help Thorgy as much. I think I'm talking about Todrick specifically. The producers really fucked over Thorgy, but I think the argument is really like he was being extra for the cameras. Lucian
4: used to do this shit too. Would make um, that we could prevent somebody from reaching their goals because a I'm still a struggling artist. I'm still on the come up. I'm still working every day, hustling, and I would never want to prevent. By
0: the way, he's a struggling artist. He's wearing these uh, AirPods, and he's over at the Sunset La Brea um, uh, the mall where the Crunch Gym is. A super expensive. He's going to a meeting. I know exactly and, where he is. I live in LA, asshole. I know exactly where you fucking nope. are.
4: Someone from from doing something that they
1: love to do, and I know... Do you think he's going bald? I don't know. He's old-ish. Not, well, not to you, but
4: you don't don't get very many chances to do this i know that you know being on american idol and getting cut from that show was like a was she on american idol experience from- yeah and for i just a lot tripped, of people I just tripped on over the all show. the shows some people have had to go through dropping. like major therapy and have given up on their dreams and stuff from getting cut from a show like that and- so then what so yeah and if you think that people fuck they fuck with him
0: on uh, rupaul's drag race too you don't see it when trixie performed they're the only one they just stared at her like and it's no it wasn't that bad Right, they were they just staring at her like she just
4: ate it. No amount of money or opportunity would be worth it for me to do something like that to someone. I love Thorgy. I think that she's a great artist, and uh, I'm, I'm. It's really unfortunate that she's not on the show anymore because I'm sure she had a lot of things to show. But it is a competition no, reality actually. show. There are so many people that I just like absolutely love that have been contestants on the show, and unfortunately, they get the wrong episode. I-
0: okay, so that's part one. That is part one. We will uh, come back next week for part two of the five minutes of the bullshit that uh, Tadric Hall spews on this uh, on this uh, phone, a Facebook Live thing he did. But you know, guys, for now we're going to end the show there. We have to. We're going to get kicked off the stream. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Evan. Do you have uh, do you have anything you want to say here? Uh, but uh, any closing comments?
1: I am Jess Masters, and I want to thank you for joining us. Sorry, my internet sucked. Um, no, I'm super pumped for this week, and I feel like we're like where we're going this coming episode is going to be like where things get juicy, juicy, juicy. So I'm pumped. Also, I love this song, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Evan picked the music for today. Everyone, thank you very much in the chat room for joining us today. Uh, for those of you listening listen on Patreon, thank you for doing that too. Uh, my name is Joe Batance for Evan Airs. And to the tent it oh, yeah, is be free New
2: York to California see the shining sea. everybody can
1: and want you to be free New York to California see the shine sea.